0: everyone. Welcome back to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. Today, I'm super excited. I have Melissa on with me. Melissa, how are you? Good. I'm doing
1: great. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you for being on. I'm super excited to have you.
1: Thank you for welcoming me on to here. This is is awesome.
0: (laughs) Yes, thank you. So start by telling me because you served as well as your husband. So kind of tell me how that Um, has impacted you, what it's like um, being a service member yourself and then marrying into the life as well. What's that backstory like? Oh, my goodness.
1: Um, Two totally different experiences, (laughs) (laughs) to be quite honest. Um, So after I graduated high school, um, I actually kind of took a little bit of a year off um, and not really doing anything but going into the workforce um and that's when i decided to go ahead and go into the navy so yeah so i served in the navy um i started out of course my boot camp in illinois and then um i had a specialized school after my initial a school um in washington state um so i ended up with like a certain code that made me more specialized for the job that i was doing and um my first station was actually in florida yeah, um, so that was that was that was a really good experience. I've never really been out of California, or at least out of the West Coast, because I was born and raised in California. So, um, out of the West Coast and going into you know the East Coast and a state that is to me was somewhat similar to the West Coast minus the humidity. Oh my goodness, that humidity was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the first time I've experienced crazy humidity like that. And then um, sweet tea. Yes. That's the first time I've ever had like southern sweet tea. And um, oh yeah, it, it's definitely like one of my favorite drinks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I but, live in Florida, so I totally understand everything you're saying.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. It's like you take a shower in the morning and you step outside, all of a sudden you're just you're you're sweaty. Yes. You're so sweaty. Oh my goodness. But um it was it was a really good experience. Um, I was, you know, stationed on a ship there. Um I have always had a very kind of like a dominant personality. So it was really hard for me to kind of take on what you would call like the submissive role when you go into, you know, the military. Like you have to listen to your chain of command and follow their directions and obviously not ask questions. Um, But it was it was it was quite difficult, you know, moving from a dominant personality into what to me just seemed a little bit more submissive. Um, but I ended up getting stationed in Hawaii and yes, and that's actually where I met my husband. We, um, worked the boat this, like we both worked the same job. We were in, um, in a shop together doing maintenance on like torpedoes and getting them ready for ships and things like that. So it was pretty cool. Um, but yes, so that's where I met him. And eventually I ended up getting out. So I did just like, you know, one tour, um, I ended up getting out and, um, then I became the military spouse. So it was a completely different community. Um, it was kind of hard to break into at first, obviously, because, you know, I'm coming from being a service member, you know, to now being part of the family. Right. Um, you know, and then knowing what I knew, you know, being able to serve and then going in and, you know, just kind of seeing the family side where it's like you guys aren't given that much information, you know, um, because it's just for whatever reason. And families right. are in the dark. Um, so it was it was it was quite a different um, experience. Um, yeah. Yes. But I I did. Um, you know, we, we did. We did make a lot of friends. Um, and one of the things that I highly value is um, I still to this day have a lot of uh, military spouse friends. And they're my most treasured friends. And um, they're they tend to be the closest to me. Um, so I think that, you know, as a military spouse or a part of the military family, you know, you tend to treasure uh, relationships with those who understand what you have been through. Um, because, you know, they they've went through it as well. And they tend to be the most lifelong relationships that you can ever have. So it's yeah. So it was amazing.
0: Yeah. Once you find like your community of people like I haven't experienced it from the spouse side yet, um, but I experienced it from the kids side for sure. Like having, you know, my group of military friends that are, you know, going through the same things as me, like experiencing Similar experiences, and you know you have that community for life. Like I can just call up one of them that I haven't talked to in years and be like, "Hey, you know, can you help me out with this?" And they'll be there in a drop of a dime.
1: Yes, and you just pick up where you left off. That's that's the great thing. It's like you pick up where you left off.
0: Yeah, and it's like nothing ever happened. There is no time lost or anything.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um yeah, and actually one of my uh one of my really really close ones they just retired last year. And um they were they're you know from Montana and they've recently just moved to Texas. And um it's funny because now they're experiencing Texas and they don't they don't have a clue. <laughs> but they're, you know, I mean, they're closer to me now, so that's amazing because before it was like Arizona and Montana
0: and now yeah. You
1: know, it's like Arizona and Texas, like, oh, you're only 12 hours away. I can make that drive.
0: <laughs> yeah. And Texas is such a cool place, too.
1: Yes, it is. It it's is so
0: different, but it's such a cool place.
1: Yeah. It's like its own country,
0: I think. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, I loved my time living there. It was so fun. So, oh
1: yeah. Um, But yeah. So, my husband, uh, he actually retired in 2015. So, he got in in 95. And, um, he's, he's got to experience a lot. Like I've got to experience States
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and, um, of course, St. Thomas, which oh, I love, 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 <laughs> love St. Thomas. So I got to experience that. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I mean, he got to go to all these amazing countries like Italy and, um, Bahrain And I mean, there's so many, you know, countries that he got to go experience and I'm, I'm so jealous.
0: that's when you plan vacations to go back
1: yes it's more like when my kids get older um, they're all teenagers now so it's like when you're out on your own and you know you're you're good yeah um, that's my time to go ahead and like travel and I'll be (laughs) work along the way
0: yeah for sure it's so weird kind of doing like that transition from one role in the military and to another role from I mean, in your case, from service member to spouse, like it's so weird for me right now, being child and then like experiencing the spouse side of it. Like my mom will look at me and she'll go, "Like you now know what I felt. Like (laughs) you thought it was so bad as a child, and you know it is. It's hard, but she's like, now you see how I felt, like you know, as a spouse and the struggles you go through, and so I'm sure it's similar to what you're experiencing as a service member and then a spouse and the different experiences you have both ways.
1: Yeah, exactly. And one of the things, you know, I find is military families, they tend to be so resilient,
0: Mm -hmm. like
1: they're just so resilient, so determined. And, you know, they can, you know, withstand like changes and then just continue moving forward. And mm-hmm. I noticed that in my kids, you know, I have four, my oldest actually just turned 21 yesterday. So, <laughs> I'm like, so I have, you know, I, and I, I see it, you know, with my kids and, and what they've experienced um, because all of them, they've all grown up being military brats. Yeah. And um, I think when my husband retired in 2015, I want to say my oldest, she was probably what? 14, 15 years old. And then, you know, and then the youngest, I mean, she was five, yeah. you know, So they've all had, you know, certain amount of years um, being military rats and they have experienced like two of them are born in Washington. (laughs) One is in Hawaii, you know, in North Carolina. (laughs) So it's like, you know, they've all been able to, you know, experience the different states and the different bases. And um, some of them went to school, you know, while we were in the military. So, um, and they just, they, you know, they, they make, make their friends. And they develop those friendships. And then when they move to the newer location, they have to start back all over again. And that right there feeds into that resiliency. It's just like, you know, they just they just they know what they need to do. They pick up and they go, you know, and, and they do it again. And even now it's like we're not, you know, we're retired, but we still made a cross country trip to uh, we'll move to Arizona. <laughs> you know, and my kids, there they are again, they're, they're picking up and, you know, they're starting new schools and, you know, making new friends and powering through it. And I think that what it does is it really develops kind of like a thick skin on, you know, on kids. So it's like, you really have the power to withstand and experience pretty much anything, you know, because you guys grew up strong.
0: Yeah, it's so true. And, you know, you're you can have anything in life face you. And it's like, okay, I've been through all of that. Like, this is not as bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a weird thing, too, to put kids in a position of, well, like, when you marry, you kind of marry into it most of the time. And you know what you're expecting. And you know what you're getting into. Or when you join, you know what you're getting into. But when you're born into it, you don't have a choice. your choice is made up for you. So you have to kind of go with it. And, you know, like you were saying, be resilient and learn that resiliency and, you know, kind of carry on with whatever life throws at you. And there's some struggles, but, Mm -hmm. you know, you get past them and you learn lessons from them and you figure it out. And I mean, you have a whole world of friends, which is the coolest thing.
1: Yes, exactly. Plus you get experience so many different areas like
0: state, you
1: know, um, and to be quite honest, like different states, they really do have their different cultures. It, Mm -hmm. you know, no state is similar. Well, except, you know, maybe Florida and California, but
0: (laughs) to some extent, to
1: some extent, you know, but nothing is similar. Like, you know, people are raised differently. And that's another good thing about, you know, being a military child is, you know, you get experience that. And if you're one of those lucky ones that get to be based overseas, I mean, how cool is that? That's like, that's like history lessons, you know, that's like world culture. That is, that's amazing, you know, to be able to experience that.
0: Yeah. And it's so cool meeting families who have been stationed overseas. And so learning just kind of what they've experienced and you Know how they continue carrying on a piece of that culture in their own lives, too.
1: Yes, oh my goodness, one of my really good friends they were stationed twice in Japan. Oh, so, wow, both, like, two different bases in Japan, and both their kids were born in Japan. Um, and like the Japanese have a different way of birthing kids, too, you know, so right experience that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I mean, just the pictures, you know, and everything that they were able to experience. And then um, I remember because I met her when I was stationed in Washington and I remember going to her house and she had these, oh, my goodness, she had these like huge, like really big vases. They're like, I I don't know if they were Japanese or because I know that in that area, she was able to travel to the different Asian countries And start collecting all these like wonderful items and um, ended up having it shipped, you know, to the States. But her house would have like four of them. I mean, they were just really tall, like Asian vases, and they were just so beautiful. Just all the stuff that she was able to collect.
0: Yeah, it's really it. I never like kind of imagined being stationed in a place like because we didn't get that opportunity. We were, I was, my dad was army reserve. So we lived in Ohio. He was injured overseas. So we lived in Texas for his recovery and then he retired and we moved to Florida. So I didn't get to experience like many different bases or anything. I had one. So, Um, but you know, now that my boyfriend's a Marine, his Mm -hmm. duty station, when we first started dating was in Japan. And so it's like, I mean, I didn't get to go over there and visit him, but like listening to him just talk about the culture over there and the different things that they do and, you know, the way that bases integrate the Japanese culture into, you know, daily lives and things like that. It's so cool to, to hear that and to see just the different ways that, you know, you can live overseas, but, you know, still be in the in the States at the same time, technically too.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness. I, I don't know. I just think that the Asian countries are amazing. You know, just they're you know, what they have going on for their culture. Um, so have you, like, have you thought about going overseas or going in or?
0: I want to travel. I want to travel the world and just, just explore everywhere. I've been to Scotland. Oh, I um, love
1: Scotland, my friend. Yes. Um, her kids were born in Edinburgh.
0: Yes, that's where we went. <laughs> yes, it's so gorgeous over there. Um, my boyfriend wants to take me back to Japan. So um, he wants to get stationed over there again at some point. Um, he just did a couple of years over there and he does not. He wants to be back in the States for a little while. But <laughs> um, after that, he's he wants to try and get back over there at some point, at least to visit. So... Yeah go back over there and I just want to go all over the world there's mm-hmm. so much places to explore and I just want to see it all
1: there is especially when you're so young too like you know when you're younger yes. take that time to definitely you know explore like for me I have to wait until my kids are old <laughs> in my life begins you know so then yeah. I'm able go ahead and, and travel around, but, um, but, you know, you just experience more and you become more worldly, you know, at a younger age, and then you just continue to grow that, you know, as you grow. So um, it's always good to go out and experience my, my brother, um, when he graduated, I think it was before he went to college, he did a, a backpacking trip, yes. like a European backpacking trip, you know, like hostels and trains and, and stuff like that. And, um, and he, and that was like before he even went to college, you know, he just graduated high school and him and a group of friends went over there and they did that. And that's, that's brave, you know, at that age. Um, but he was able to go and experience that. So that's an experience he can carry with him, you know, for life.
0: Yeah. And I think that's so cool. And that's like, I think the military life kind of in general, like, makes you want to travel more. And I mean, I think to an extent, too, like, you're like, okay, I'm done traveling. Like, I would like like to be in one place for (laughs) a little while now. But I think this, you become this little traveler that you're like, I want to see the world. And, you know, you can see the entire world, you know, being, you know, related to the military, whether that's service member, spouse or kid, like, you can do that. Mm -hmm. And it's just incredible the different, you know, places that you can go. And then going on vacation and things like that, like you grow such more of an appreciation for the places you go. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, and and growing up in a military family really does instill like instill that kind of like wanderlust, I feel. Now, I did not grow up in a military family myself. Um, but we were constantly moving. So every you know, two to three years we you know, my uh mom's husband at the time would like he would get transferred to an, a you know new location for his job or you know, uh we would just move to a new place. So it was we were constantly on the go. I think I went to one high school and one junior high, two separate cities, and then my elementary um, I think I went to like three or four different elementaries.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm just constantly moving. So with that and my experience there, you know, it was easy, you know, for me to constantly move when it came to the military, it was just harder trying to ingrain into the community, but it was, you know, it was easy just to kind of get up and go. Mm-hmm. And then after he, my husband retired, I, I think we still moved quite a few times because like, ago. <laughs> it's time to go. It's yeah. time to go. Let's go. We've been here about three, four years. We're good. Let's go. Um, and then this last one, we just moved here in in March and I'm like, OK, we need to like set down some roots. We're going to stay here. Um, we're not going to you know, leave the state. We're good. But you might want to ask me in about three years.
0: <laughs> I've <laughs> talked ha- to so many people who are like, we at least need to rearrange the furniture every once in a while because you can't just sit still anymore.
1: No, no. It's like, it just, it gets, it gets becoming like too routine, too boring. Yeah, I don't know. You just feel like you need something fresh, something new, you know, maybe it is a let's sell everything and just buy things new. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, I get that bug and my, my husband's like, Oh Lord, here she goes.
0: <laughs> There's something going on now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely, I mean, and you know, being raised like you were not in the military, but still moving around a lot. That's definitely like I've heard that before. And then they're like, you know, raising a military family is so easy then because, you know, kind of the experiences and what it's like. Um, I mean, obviously not to the full extent of the military life as it is, but, you know, kind of that making new friends and trying to integrate yourself into a new community in a new area. It's so different. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, Yeah. And that's one of the, you know, and that's one of the reasons why, um, you know, I I initially started like my first company. And the reason for that was to, you know, I guess more so bring to light that, you know, it is hard getting into a new community. So it's like one of the things that I love is actually getting to know somebody, you know, having a cup of coffee or I mean tea. I mean, I drink tea too. <laughs> you know, having like a, you know, a mug of tea. Um, but you really just sit down and get to know somebody. So why not, you know, have Like those that have been in the community for the longest, you know, reach out to the new ones that's coming into the community and learn more about them and help integrate them into the, you know, into their, their new environment. Um, I mean, you can get to know somebody so much just by sitting down and having that conversation.
0: Yeah. And all it takes is like a hello, like welcome, like where'd you come from? Like, you know, type deal. And, you know, that creates a lifelong friendship right there.
1: It does. It does. Exactly. I will tell you what the first time I met one of my friends was I was in labor. Said, I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> my husband was on duty. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was our welcome to the community. Cause our, my, my other friend who I've known for the longest lived next door and she was taking care of all of our kids. So it was more like, well, you just kind of drew the short straw. Sorry. <laughs> but there's so many ways that you just meet your friends and they tend to be your like you know kind of like your lifelong just ride or die people so
0: yeah and it's so weird just those little situations and i think uh you know you tend to trust you know the military community a little bit more where you can just be like okay here's you know the situation like i don't know how we're going to like get through this but we're going to get through it and figure it out and even if you don't know someone you like trust them so much more.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think the military does come with that, you know, level of of trust of somebody else. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think that's insane to cuz you can't just walk out to the civilian world and be like, "Here's my kids, can you take care of them for a second? I'll be right back." <laughs> like my mom has left us with people before that we've known for maybe like 2-3 weeks and you know, we trust them. Like we yeah. trusted that, but you can't do that in the civilian world.
1: No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, But you always get those gut feelings about people too, you know, so you always have that good feeling like this is a good person, this is a good person. Yeah. So it it was definitely, it was definitely a really good experience. Um, I actually kind of miss being able to move around a lot, like I said, you know, Yeah. Uh, and then just miss having that, like the military community environment. I mean, I remember when we were in Hawaii, it was just. Me, my husband, and then our oldest daughter, and we lived in kind of like a cul de sac. It was a cul de sac. It was military housing, but it was right. a cul de sac. And everybody in the cul de sac knew everybody. You know, would watch everybody's kids. Uh, we would, you know, just get out into the middle of the cul de sac, play bones. We'd um, <laughs> play that. Music would be going. People would be drinking. You know, um, yeah. Just to like all hours of the night, the kids would be riding around with their bikes, and no cars would be coming in because. It, we were all there. Um, and just, you know, having that type of environment and even in Washington, I mean, I didn't live on a cul-de-sac, but all of us, we would get together, you know, celebrate holidays and, you know, birthdays. It would be just, we would just get together sit on the side of the street and the kids are playing. And, yeah. um, that actually I really missed because those are like the best environments you can go out and you can just spend hours with your friends. And now it's like, okay, I get mine on, uh, you know, Facetime or phone. Yeah, I have to drive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, it's, it and it's harder to be able to get that level of camaraderie in the civilian worlds. Like you don't see that in no. civilian communities very often. Um, it's very rare, and all the communities that I've lived in, civilian wise, we have not had that.
0: Yeah, it's definitely like no matter where your cu- your background is, where you've came from, what you've done you know, you have that family. And as soon as you move into a new house, it's like, you've been there for years and everyone knows each other. Everyone's so welcoming. You're able to do those little get togethers, like, you know, even randomly, like nothing has to be planned or scheduled. It's just random happens. And, you know, it's so special of the military community.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But now I live near our base again. (laughs) <laughs> i can i can still t- partake of all the different you know things that they have like a commissary and stuff so i'm like yes. i love it
0: yes the commissary and px is definitely a bonus oh my goodness such a bonus yes um so the last question that i always ask everyone is what advice would you give to in your case another military spouse
1: um definitely know who your people are you know um Put yourself out there because if nobody's going to approach you, put yourself out there and start making your core group of people. Um, My thing is, is like you don't need a ton of friends or, you you know, or acquaintances as long as you have enough people in like that you can count on your hand that you can count on. um, That really does make it worth it and you connect with your environment like your community it just makes your experience even better um, because you have your core set of friends there
0: yeah that's so true well thank Thank you you (laughs) yes that is such a big one thank you so much for being on and sharing your experiences of course thank you for having me on it was great
1: speaking with you
0: yes Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Grace of a Military Child and Life. Make sure to set a reminder for every Tuesday to listen to a new episode. You can find us on Instagram and YouTube at Grace of a Military Child and Life. If you have any questions or want to be on the podcast, send a message to one of our social media platforms or email grace.of.a.military.child at gmail.com. See you next week.